Welcome all to the Ministry of Culture, the podcast that was designed to bring you three very important things, which I will explain in detail in this inaugural episode. If you did listen to episode zero, the small trailer I did a few days ago, you know what I think about today's world where there is so much, tons, freaking millions of information a second everywhere we look, that we cannot tell what's what what's worth it, what we actually like and enjoy in art, generically. So, these three things will be brought to you via three sections. So, section one, called What's Up, where I will bring you the most important news of the week. Section two, What's New, where I will bring you new music, series or TV shows that, um, that are worth it. And section three, called what's always new, where I will include elements of our past, mostly music, but also films, streaming and other TV shows that we shouldn't leave behind, in my opinion, and on the contrary, we should bring them along and hit play today. What's up? So, Neil Young just announced a new album called Born. It will be out on the 10th of December, And Neil says it is a very special one, and I quote him here, it rocks, it rolls. So, this is what he said. So keep an eye out, um, as these will be 10 juicy new songs. Keep an eye out. Also, on releases, big, big news from Adele. (laughs) She has announced the 30 is coming. So I guess she's now 30. Very good for her. I guess she is now wiser, richer, and will become even richer after this 30 new album is out. (laughs) Not sure if there will be people crying their souls out around the globe, as I'm pretty sure she said she wouldn't tour again. But you know, you never know. She might have second thoughts. So, 30 will be out on November 19th. In the meantime, and even though I didn't watch it in full, I saw glimpses of an Instagram live she did releasing her single, Easy On Me. Well, not the most glamorous release, one can say. Uh, Pretty random and kind of raw, but uh, people don't seem to mind that these days, and her fans certainly didn't mind. Quite the opposite, I reckon. (laughs) Especially because she mentioned she wouldn't tour anymore, which may not be the case anymore, but still, fans were most certainly over the moon. Well done, Adele. Speaking of touring, and uh, this is sad news, um, Alanis Morissette has been forced to cancel her European tour, uh, European and UK tour, <laughs> I shall say. Um, that was due to commence in October in Hamburg and would finish in Dublin towards the end of, of uh, November. So, I guess this is, of course, pandemic-related, so, so yes, it's what we, we have now, and uh, we're just sorry Alanis cannot come over after completing her Jack Little Pill 25th anniversary tour in Los Angeles. Oh, yes, Jack Little Pill, what an album. <laughs> and, by the way, it isn't 25 years old, it's actually 27 this year. 
um, again, I think that these late celebrations are either related to the pandemic or, I don't know, Alani's lost count, maybe, I don't know. Either way, this is a massive, unbelievable album I still listen to that came out in 1995. And yes, <laughs> speaking of Jack Little Pill cannot go unnoticed. I know, I know... Uh, this is the very first episode of the Ministry of Culture, but towards the end of the episode, we will come back to it once we get the once we get to the what's always news section. But I'm afraid I have more sad news. The weekend moved his tour dates from 2021 to 2022. No, not again. So. This year gap is due to constraints in some areas of the world, of course, and also, he says, demand for more shows. So he plans to hit big in 2022 with his After Hours Till Dawn stadium tour. Sad news for, for whoever was planning to see him this year, but hey, it will definitely be a hell of a show. So stay put and wait for 2022. Now... Huge, huge shout out to Ariana Grande. Lots of people and many, many artists. Um, I need to to highlight this. Lots of artists came forward last week on uh, World Mental Health Day. Many speeches uh, across the boards um, and posts across social media. But still, Ariana did amazing. She donated $5 million to an online therapy provider which will allow people who normally would not have access to therapy to join the platform and have free therapy sessions i mean this is great stuff it's it's pretty happy i'd say i mean great stuff ariana grande keep it up <laughs> so this week <laughs> we also saw um paul mccartney uh, coming forward saying it was john lennon Finishing them off. Well, yes, we will never know exactly what went on, but I tend to be a bit skeptical of people um, that say, this was my band, this was my job, this was my life, as he just did, so I was quoting there, um, basically trying to convince readers uh, it couldn't have been him. Um, you know, if he was the whole thing, then in my eyes, he must have been an important piece of of the whole thing when it started to go south. Because, take my word, whenever you hear people say that their bands are their lives, their love, their everything, just go away. Especially if you are in that band. Um, yes. So, have you written this down? If you haven't, consider doing so. Because if you are ever in a band, take this piece of advice. Now, speaking of running away, who is finally managing to run away is Britney Spears. And we hope she can indeed become an adult again and own her life. Poor girl, she looks like she lost over a decade of her life to this ridiculous arrangement she's in. Hopefully, she will succeed and end the whole thing. So, fingers crossed. Come on, Brittany. Who, on the contrary, is certainly in full command of her life. So, 
and in the in the other spectrum of pop music is Madonna, who went to Jimmy Fallon's show and for some reason lied on his desk and did her thing. You know what Madonna would normally do. <laughs> A proper Madame X she is. Um, she even lifted her skirt and gave us a quick look at um, her butt. Um, so, Madonna being Madonna, right? Certainly best to see her lifting her skirt, though, than to see her falling down the stairs on that gig she was pulled by the neck. You know, remember that? Or maybe not. I don't know what's worse. I don't know. Your choice. She also said something somewhere else about not being a businesswoman, but a business. You see? So, she certainly is, big time. So, a proper business. And wrapping up our What's Up section, so our first section, really, really exciting news. Red Hot Chili Peppers reveal details for their 2022 stadium tour, yes, which will kick off on June the 4th in Seville, Spain, uh, moving on to another 31 different cities in Europe and America. Please go check these dates out. Maybe you are lucky enough to have them going somewhere near you. Um, I will try and see them myself, so please do not miss out if they are somewhere nearby. So, what's new now? Section number two. I feel like I have to start the what's new section with something very new, very different, um, very odd, maybe. So, Squid Game, which came out in September this year, um, is already the most popular series yet, like ever, with over 111 million viewers worldwide already. The whole thing is about this very strange world people live in, um, where people play the strangest games, whoever wins gets millions of money, and whoever loses just basically gets killed. I mean, that's basically the plot. Um, this is another South Korean smash it that goes global and viral, um, which is very well done, I must say, and is extremely, but extremely entertaining. It's addictive, I should say. Um, so, another word of advice, don't start watching it at the usual 10 p.m., 11 p.m. time slot, as it will be morning by the time you are able to take your eyes off the screen, so bear that in mind, okay? Also on streaming, we have to mention um, Scenes from a Marriage, so this is on HBO and came out uh, this September too, this is a m modern adaptation of a Swedish series uh, of the same name, and goes into uh, the sometimes too normal, sometimes suffocating relationship of this couple who play their parts brilliantly, absolutely brilliantly. Um, this would be, I think, the very best uh, aspect of this show as the performances really do stand out. It makes it worth it as well as the concept itself and the way it was filmed most of the time in a row or giving the impression that you are watching a one-hour conversation start to finish, you see? That kind of thing. Um, hey, really worth watching, so check this out. Um, now, new stuff, but on music. There's lots 
of course, of great stuff recently released that we will cover in the future and in future episodes. But first of all, um, off the top of my head, when I think of 2021 releases, the first album that comes to mind is um, Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. It was recorded in LA, uh, as usual, I think. Um, it doesn't bring new ideas or approaches, but but hey, it's a hell of an album sounding exactly like they do. I mean it. It's, it's like proper Foo Fighters. It's a more album maybe it's kind of more uplifting also when compared to other recent albums i think but still has this sound and it houses some really amazing tracks um, i can remember making a fire and cloud spotter um, those are great examples big thumbs up so to this medicine at midnight go have a listen from the other spectrum of rock and roll, um, I remember the huge surprise and how good I felt when I first listened um, to Obviously by Lake Street Dive. Man, what a record. It is so fresh and different. Um, it's a mashup of different tones and genres. Um, brilliantly performed. I mean, absolutely splendid it is one of those albums that connects you to a moment in time or, or an actual place um, it really has a unique sound to it it's sophisticated but uh, um, but still not strange or like difficult to listen um, it is it is to me it is a must-have I mean it is a must listen uh, you need to go check it out uh, if you do not know them yet, um, make sure you follow the band uh, and go check this this new album out. It's called um, Obviously. Um, before we move on to something else, just a quick note on um, another amazing release this year uh, you should check out. Um, when you think of Sad But True... <laughs> You may think of Metallica, but think again, um, because Royal Blood released their own version of Sad But True, and hey, what a hit. Like, it's a proper hit. Such a great sound, um, superbly played. It is a top-of-the-notch version, really. So, check this track for some rock, proper rock, as these guys from Brighton, they know what to do, okay? <laughs> Now, what's always new? Hey, hey, here we are. So, back to Jack Little Pill. This is a splendid, splendid album. Absolutely amazing. And it's not just me saying. I know I was 10 when it was out. So, it hit me hard. But, but no, it isn't just me. Um, this is listed as one of the best albums ever of all time. So, I'm pretty sure... Um, it's also in the Rolling Stones top 100 or so, or, or 50 even, I'm not sure, but uh, it's like hit after hit. Um, her unique register and raw technique, everything just sounds like nothing else. And it didn't sound like nothing else at the time, too. Um, the actual words and poems were extremely refreshing at the time, and are still pertinent these days. Uh, you have 
all I really want, you want to know, hand in my pocket, um, you learn, <laughs> head with feet, ironic. This is an album we simply cannot forget and should be on your playlist. So if you haven't listened to it recently, just go check it out again. And yes, this is the first episode of Ministry of Culture. It is a very special one. And every time I think of special albums, I think of the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Oz. I mean, this is my favorite David Bowie album. Um, you just have a listen and you are... I mean, I don't know. You, you, you're just carried away. Uh, you visit different worlds. It's like having this subgenre of rock that he created at the time that that isn't a copy of anything. It, it it's like a completely different sound and different atmosphere and different. Um, it takes you to different places. It it's that unique, you know. Um, whoever in 2021 has not uh, had the chance to. Um, to have a listen to this album, you must do so. It's like obligatory. Songs like um, Five Years, uh, Ziggy Stardust, of course, um, Star, It Ain't Easy. Go have a listen. It's, I mean, it's a legend and all legends must live, so do your part. My third choice, um, and because this is a special episode, um, so this third choice is one of my favorite albums ever. I have quite a lot of them, I know, but uh, this one is in my top five, I think. I'm putting it up here just because it is that special, and again, this is a special occasion for our Ministry of Culture podcast, so yes. Here we go. Parachutes, Coldplay. Um, year 2000 it was, um, this was Coldplay's debut album, and this is something that always hits me when bands come out of nowhere with actual gems. Uh, and this is a gem to me. Uh, the tone, um, the actual performance, uh, <laughs> the songs, the, um, the vocals, the album cover. Everything in it is or became um, unique somehow. Uh, because I think that this album transformed over time for some reason. Uh, this happens at times. Um, but again, here you have a succession of hits uh, from Don't Panic to Trouble, from Spice to Shiver. Um, and yes, oh, oh yes, Yellow. <laughs> what a song. I mean, it's just, it's just an insane record. Uh, I mean, just put it on your playlist. And every now and again, just have a listen, okay? So, I guess this is it. Our first episode. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Uh, please feel free to share your feedback. You can do so via the Ministries um, Facebook or Instagram pages. Even if you have suggestions for future episodes, just let me know. Um, thank you very, very much for listening. I really appreciate it. And um, I guess the ministry will be back next week. See you then. Thank you. Yeah.